0: Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshein Kumasi. We live in a world filled with challenges and difficulties. The title of the message today is, There's Nothing Impossible with God. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. Our message today comes from Luke chapter 19. We're going to look at a very familiar, famous Bible story of a character that I think many of you will have heard of, the Bible says in Luke 19, in verse number 1, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. A publican is a public tax collector. He was someone commissioned by the authorities, by the government, to go around and collect taxes from people. And these people were most often very wicked and corrupt men. They would charge you more taxes than you owed, and they would get rich from from stealing from the people. And this man, Zacchaeus, was a very rich man. Verse number 3, And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. When it says pressed there, it means a big crowd. So there was a crowd of people all wanting to see Jesus. And Zacchaeus was a small man. He was a short man. And because of his size, he could not see past the crowd. Verse number four. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. So he knew the way that Jesus was traveling, and he ran ahead and he got up in a tree so that he could see Jesus as he passed. Verse 5, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. Zacchaeus came down out of the tree and he joyfully received Christ to take him to his home. And when others saw what Jesus was doing, they were like, ah, he goes and he eats with a sinner. So Zacchaeus had a bad reputation. He had a reputation as being a wicked person. But he's convicted of his sin. And he tells Jesus, I will, I, if I have. Taking anything falsely, I will restore four times what I took. In verse number nine, And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man is to come to seek and to save that which was lost. There's three things I want you to notice here. Concerning God and Zacchaeus. Number one, God knew who Zacchaeus was. He knew his name. Number two, God knew what his need was. He needed salvation. The Bible says Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. He said that right after he said to Zacchaeus that salvation has come to your house. So he knew who Zacchaeus was he knew what his need was and he knew where he was he knew exactly where Zacchaeus would be and he looked up in a tree and he said Zacchaeus you come down because we're going to your house today here's an interesting thing that i want you to see from the scriptures in the chapter before chapter 19 The Bible says in Luke chapter 18, in verse 18, And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, Sell all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How heartily shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that heard it said, Who then can be saved? So a man comes to Jesus asking how to have eternal life. Jesus said, well, obey the commandments. The man said, well, I've done that all my life. He said, okay, well, go and give away all your money and follow me, and you'll have treasure in heaven. And the man said, oh, that, makes, that made him very sorrowful, because he was very rich. He didn't want to do that. And then Jesus said, you know, it's a hard thing for the rich to be saved. And those that were with Jesus said, wow then who can be saved and i want you to notice what jesus said he said the things which are impossible it's verse 27 the things which are impossible with men are possible with god the things that are impossible with men are impossible are possible with god you see When the man asked Jesus how to get eternal life, Jesus gave him an impossible answer. He told him, obey the commandments. Jesus knew that man had not obeyed the commandments. He knew he couldn't obey the commandments because he'd already broken the commandments. But the man testified to having obeyed the commandments. Jesus was trying to get this man to see himself a sinner. And this man wouldn't see it. He saw himself as righteous. He saw himself as having done something that he had not done. But when he realized that Jesus was saying, Give all your money away, then he said, Oh, I'm sorrowful. I don't want to do that. This man was ignorant of who he was talking to, he didn't understand that he was talking to the very God that created him. He didn't understand his sin, but he wanted eternal life. And Jesus was saying, listen, if you want eternal life, it's impossible with man. Man cannot earn his salvation, but with God, it is possible. Now, the reason I told you this story is because the story we saw with Zacchaeus is right after this one. Right after God tells us about a rich man who can hardly be saved, He tells us about a rich man who got saved. I think that is fascinating. Right after He tells us, look, the rich, they'll hardly get saved, He tells us about Zacchaeus, who was rich, who received salvation. See, it's not impossible for the rich man to be saved. It's not impossible for anybody to be saved because God is the one who does the saving. And with God, all things are possible. God can save anyone because God is the Savior. But if you're trusting in your own good works, if you're trusting in your own righteousness, if you're trusting in your own deeds, if you're trusting in the fact that you think you've obeyed the commandments, You're not going to be saved. You're not going to know the truth. And that's the lesson we learn here from Jesus Christ. Zacchaeus got saved. Nothing is impossible with God. Are you saved? If you died today, do you know for sure that you'd go to heaven? Some of you, when you started watching this program today, if I would have asked you Whether or not you would go to heaven, you would have told me yes because you've obeyed the commandments, because you're righteous, because you follow Jesus. Well, that's not true. You have not obeyed all of God's commands. You have not obeyed all of Jesus' steps. You sin and you sin every day. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short. Of the glory of God. The Bible says, there is none that doeth good, no not one. there's none righteous, no not one. We all are guilty. We all have gone astray. We've all sinned against the holy God. We are guilty. That is our condition. And the Bible says there is a penalty for sin and that penalty is death. The Bible says that for by one man sin entered into the world and by one man death came into the world because of his sin. For the wages of sin is death. We owe a penalty. God said to Adam, if you eat the forbidden fruit, you will die. We owe the punishment of death because of our sin. Salvation is impossible with man. Because for man to save himself, then he would have to obey all the commandments. But salvation is possible with God. Even those who have done wicked things like Zacchaeus. Salvation is possible because God has made a way whereby we could be saved. The Bible says this, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God says salvation is a gift. It's not something you save yourself. You don't save yourself, it's a gift. It's not of works. If you came to this broadcast, if you came to this program thinking that your works would save you, thinking that your righteousness would get you to heaven, you have believed a lie. With man, salvation is impossible. With man, there's no amount of good that we can do that can save us because we have already broken His commandments. We are guilty. Our works will not save us. But God made a way. God did something so that he could offer us a free gift of salvation. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says, But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus Christ did not die for the righteous. He did not die for the good man. He died for sinners. He died for you. He died for me. If you had obeyed all of God's commandments, you would need no salvation. And Jesus' death would be in vain. But because you have not obeyed God's commandments, just like I have not obeyed God's commandments, we have sinned in a multitude of ways. Lying, stealing, wicked thoughts, fornication, adultery, all kinds of sins, laziness, gossip, slander, all kinds of things we've done. Because of our sin, we needed a Savior. Jesus Christ is that Savior. He is God who came and dwelt among us, God in the flesh, who lived the sinless life, who was ridiculed, who, was, who came unto his own, but his own received him not. He was despised and rejected of men. He who was the creator was rejected by his own creation. And he was hung on an old rugged cross until dead. And he was put in a borrowed tomb and on the third day he rose from the dead. And He did that so you and I could be redeemed from the lake of fire, so that we could be saved from everlasting punishment. Did you come to this broadcast today thinking your good works would save you? If you did, you're wrong. Jesus is the Savior, and you must trust Him and trust in what He did to save you. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God has a gift for you. It's eternal life. He wants you to take it, but you must decide to receive it. God gives everyone the opportunity to receive his gift. If you deny it, if you don't take it, it won't be yours. When I was 20 years old, A man asked me if I died, if I'd go to heaven. I told him yes. I thought I was a good person. I thought I deserved heaven. I thought I was worthy of going to heaven. He showed me from the Bible that I had sinned. And I understood that. Then he told me about Jesus Christ. Of course I had heard about Jesus Christ. Of course I already knew that he died on the cross. But what I did not know and what I did not understand is that he did that so I could be saved. I thought my good works would earn me entrance into heaven. That day I realized it's only faith in Jesus Christ that can save me. If you've been trusted in your good works to save you, you're going to go to hell when you die unless you turn from that false belief and put your faith in the Christ who died, was buried, and rose from the dead and who is the way, the truth, and the life, and who will not take your help. He will do all the saving, or he will do no saving. It's not you and Jesus saving you. It's you needing salvation. It's him doing the saving. And what God says we have to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and we shall be saved. You've been trusting in your works. You've been believing on your works. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. It's that simple. You can do that today in your heart. Submit to God that you've been wrong, that you've been trusting in the wrong thing, that you've been trusting in your works. And admit to God that you understand Jesus Christ is the Savior. He He and He and He alone is the only way to heaven. And tell God today that you're turning from your faith in your good works and you're putting your faith in the work that Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. God said if you do that, He'll give you everlasting life. How long is everlasting? It's forever. Will you sin again? Yes. But Jesus saved you. And He gave you eternal life. You can't lose that. I beg of you today... Stop trusting in what cannot save you. Stop trying to do the impossible and turn to God with whom all things are possible and let salvation come to your house today like it did for Zacchaeus. For those of you that are watching this who are born again and you are saved and you watch this program weekly for encouragement and inspiration, I'd like to say to you, That Jesus knows who you are, just like he knew who Zacchaeus was. Jesus knows what your need is, just like he knew what Zacchaeus' need was. And Jesus knows where you are, just like he knew where Zacchaeus was. Hey, I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what your problems are. I don't know what your difficulties are. I don't know what you're facing. But I know people are facing difficulties. I visited two families yesterday. A lady who had lost her husband. He's only 57 years old. Left three little children. Three-year-old, a six-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Her heart is broken. Her children, their hearts are broken. They were close to their dad. They're going through a difficult time. I can't feel that. I can't understand that. But Jesus does. Jesus knows their name. And Jesus knows where they live. And Jesus can help them. And Jesus knows who you are. I talked to another lady yesterday. I visited her. Her husband had just been taken in a tragic accident. Just a young man in his 40s. Left three children behind. I can't feel their hurt. I can't understand them. But Jesus can. And Jesus knows her name, and he knows those children's name, and he knows where they live, and he knows what their needs are. That he can meet your need. Do you want to see him? Zacchaeus wanted to see him. He wanted to know something about Jesus. He climbed up in a tree to get a sight of Jesus. And Jesus came to him. And I want to tell you something today. I don't know what you go through. I don't know what your troubles are. But I know this, we have a God that knows exactly who we are. He knows what our name is. He knows what our difficulties are. He knows what our sin is. He knows where to find us. Are we looking? Are we looking for Him? Get in the Word. Look for Jesus. Let Him minister to you. Because He can meet your needs. We appreciate everyone who watches the Fundamental Hour. I hope today that some of you have understood salvation and put your faith in Jesus Christ. If you've done that, if you've turned from your works that won't save you and put your faith in Christ today, contact us and let us know that you've done that. We'd like to rejoice with you. If, we, if you have a question for us, if you'd just like to tell us how we've been a blessing to you, please contact us. We'd like to hear from you. It's our pleasure to minister on this broadcast and it's our pleasure to be of service to you thank you for watching the fundamental hour and we'll see you next time god bless you